Howdy yolks and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edge. And today we're defeating our worst enemy. Or maybe we're on the 17th floor grouting tiles of the second bathroom of the fifth master bedroom. So get experimental surgery to make your eyes larger. And tell your worst nemesis you hate them. Because today we're bringing you the Lego Batman movie. Batman was released on February 10th, 2017, oddly lining up pretty well with what today is. Uh, that was 738 days ago. It was on an $80 million budget. It made $312 million worldwide. Uh, critics gave it very good reviews. 90% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes, 80% audience rating, 75 on Metacritic. Uh, but before we dive into the professional reviews, I do want to announce we are joined today by Casey Winters. He's a host of the Hello from Elsewhere podcast. He's a father of three, and he's a pop culture genius casey welcome to the show who are you how should people find you and uh all that jazz oh my goodness pop culture genius i've never been called that before well, we had... yeah, we're doing this new experimental thing where we just hit somebody with like a grandiose statement about themselves and see how they respond. I love yeah. it. I love it. Um, yes, I'm Casey Winters. I co-host Hello from Elsewhere. It's a podcast. I co-host it with my wife, which is a lot of fun. We mostly just talk about uh, themes and settings and characters of our favorite movies and books. So if you love movies and books, check us out. We talk a lot about Star Wars and Harry Potter specifically, but also other stuff too. So we have a lot of fun and I'm excited to be here. It's a great show. It's like super easy to listen to. Your wife and you have excellent natural chemistry. You both have very good voices. I know that that's like such a baseline thing for podcasts, but Ethan and I have awful grading voices. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've never thought that. In fact, <laughs> Tyler, your laugh brings me great joy. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, Aha, I win. <laughs> also, I, I have one goal for this episode is to get Tyler to yell 3PO like he's in a trash compactor because we haven't heard that for a while. I'm just oh my gosh, you're gonna have to like I can't give it to you now. You're no, I know, I know. I'm putting you on way. the spot. I know I'm, it's a terrible <laughs> thing to do right off the bat, but <laughs> I have I have literally one goal for this episode, and that's it. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, now, our other guest today, Ethan Edgehill, comes to you from my childhood. Uh, Ethan, welcome to Bacon and Eggs. It's good to finally have you on the show. I know, right? <laughs> Got rid of that imposter clone that's been impersonating me for the past uh, 70 weeks. Uh, Ethan, do you have a positive review on this film? No, I have a negative review <laughs> like every it. single I week. I even read it. I read the review and I was like, oh, it's negative. That's Ethan's review. I'm going to get it right. <laughs> I said it wrong. Do you have a negative review for this movie? I do. While you look up your positive review that I know you didn't prepare ahead of time, <laughs> I will give you my negative review, which comes from Thomas Trussow of The Lonely Film Critic. And he says, Everything about the breakneck pace feels manufactured for viewers with short attention spans, which I don't think was an issue with the original film. Yeah. And I'm kind of with him. Honestly, it's pretty, uh, yeah, the pacing. Yeah, I, I could see that. Um, we'll get it. We'll get more into that. I have thoughts about that because that's sort of my one of my my few sparse major complaints about this movie. Uh, but we'll get into that. Tyler, do you have a positive review? I do. James Berardinelli from Real Views, our new friend. Uh, Hey, he was the guy that hated the last one. Yeah. Ooh. He says, overall, the Lego Batman movie offers enough action and silliness to enthrall children while providing sufficient pop culture and Batman through the years references to keep adults entertained. Do you agree with that? I do. I do. Tyler, on a binary, Tyler and Casey, on a binary scale, uh, being one being you have to see it and zero being you don't have to see it, where would you put this movie? You guys go oh. first. I don't know yet. Oh, Casey, I wanted you to go first. Oh, I man. have my answer. Ethan, do you have yours? I do. I'm going to tell you mine. This 
is a one. Oh, good. It is. It is a one. I agree. Yes, <laughs> I would absolutely agree. Yeah, I would absolutely agree. Um, I think that having having watched uh, three of these movies over the past three weeks, I've noticed something about them in that they really just absolutely beat you over the head with that Super Smash Brothers mallet, with the mallet being uh, a message in the movie. Each each single one of them is just like you're gonna learn something. Yeah, yes. they are they are pretty on the on the nose thematically. I could I could see that yeah. as a criticism. It doesn't bother me just because it's it skews for younger viewers. But um, yeah. Well, no, I'm, I'm I'm not using it as a criticism. I was just saying that like I think it is important because there is something to be learned. from Yeah, all of for that, sure. Especially from this one. And I didn't honestly realize that until I watched the first Lego Movie with my girlfriend, and she was just like, "Well, I you know I liked it. It was good, but you know I don't really think." It was. I didn't really get it. I didn't really think it was important until the scenes with Finn and his dad came in. And I was like, "Are you kidding me? It's not just about them. It's about Emmett. He's a super. You know, he's a, an ordinary person that can Special. save the world." And I was like, "I was like, hang on a minute. I think I just figured something out about this movie." What did you figure out? Just that that because I'd never thought about it from that level before. What level? Like on a thematic level. Yeah. So I was just you know you, you read it you would watch it the first time and you're like yeah okay I get this there's nothing complicated here it's a good movie. I yeah I agree with you there. Um. What I will say, I really enjoyed this. I, uh, I I really think that the review you had, Ethan, made a lot of sense. I don't know that I would call that entirely negative. Um, I would. But, but I very much agree with what this guy's got to say. Yeah. Uh, like, it's definitely for kids who it's like, put your phone down, watch this movie. I'm going to keep you entertained like your cell phone could. Yeah, this is just, it's like an hour and 45 minutes, which is about 15 minutes longer than the other That's ones. That's long. Uh and this was the longest movie I've ever seen in my entire life. You it, said that last week. Yeah, I was going to say you said that last week. I agree, though. It, yeah, this well, one feels okay, a well, I hadn't long. watched this last week. Wait, had you not seen this before? No. You'd never seen this? We've been over this. I forgot. I don't know. I can't keep up with everything. I knew that. I knew that, Tyler. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I had never seen this. I actually think now that you say it, it's all running, rushing back to me. But... Why would I? It looked terrible. Why would I have seen it? It didn't look terrible. The trailer was awful. I don't remember the trailer. I honestly remember. I think somebody told me it was in theaters, and I was like, I didn't even know they were making that. I, I, it came out before we did the show, and uh, therefore I didn't go to a whole lot of movies I didn't necessarily super care about. I That's worked true, and that just I didn't think this one looked awesome. I was wrong. When I tr- turns out, but the the premise behind it when like, oh, we're gonna take the one character and make a Batman movie about him. I was like, are you sure? Like, are you sure you want to do this? Are, you, are we are we positive? I'll tell you one thing. People always say that Will Arnett's Batman stole the show in the Lego Movie, like the first one. I I did not think so i mean i thought he was a great character i thought yeah i thought it was good but i didn't think it was like oh yeah this is who it's really about i felt like it was about wild style and emmett i agree but i I do think he was very beloved after the first one and this movie could have easily gone the the way of the minions or jack sparrow where you take a beloved side character and milk them for all they're worth i mean that's weird to say for batman because historically he's often been the main character but this iteration of batman was a side character and uh so I, i i can understand the apprehension a little bit um before seeing this this movie i will say there's only like one thing that really bothers me about this movie and that's that Ralph Fiennes didn't voice Voldemort. I was going to say, dang it, you took my <laughs> point away from me. Yeah, that Voldemort is in this movie played by Eddie Izzard, but the guy who plays Voldemort is in this movie not playing Voldemort. Voicing Alfred Pennyworth. It's outrageous. It's it's, it's Rafe Fiennes, yeah, by the I was, way, I, not Ralph Fiennes. I was going to say it, but I didn't want to bring my pop culture genius to the forefront yet. Oh, uh, no, I'll, I'll say <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, bring it, bring it to my attention. I should know these You got to know how to say the names of Harry Potter actors. I do, you're it right. It is a strange That's, pronunciation for how it's spelled i agree i don't yeah i don't think i've ever said that name out loud or read it you know what i'm saying yeah yeah 
So for sure. But yeah, he uh, he played Alfred, not Voldemort, and let somebody else play Voldemort. Do you think Batman would beat Voldemort? Yeah, Voldemort uh, is pretty beatable. Especially this Voldemort. He just turns people into fish. That's true. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't kill anybody. He doesn't have any Horcruxes. He just has to get back to the, the fa- fa- Phantom Zone. Phantom he can zone. fly though. He can fly, but just fish. You know what I loved about this one is that it, it, there's no connection to the kids playing with the Legos. It's that it's it's just like Lego World. They do show Emmett. I don't know if you saw that little Easter egg. I did see yeah. Emmett. Yeah, there's a little uh I did, yeah. So they shot they imply the that this is still Finn playing, but it, it's all very subtle, and you can watch this without having seen the first Lego movie easily. Yes, it's definitely on its own. But what I love about it is that they still use the fact that they're Lego to, like, their advantage. Like, there's still bits of, like, Batman is still a master builder, and the way that they bring the city back together is they, like, connect all the Lego pieces, which is, like, not something that could happen in a live-action movie, like a live-action Batman. Right, and you still get the feeling that kids are playing because, like we talked about with Voldemort, kids don't care that Voldemort and Sauron and all these characters come from different universes. Most kids, anyways. They're just going to mix and match because it sounds fun. And that's what I love about this movie. They're going to mix and match because it sounds fun and because... Like, why Why wouldn't I? I have this many toys. I want to play with all of them. Right. <laughs> right. Why would you Why would you limit yourself to, to just the DC universe uh, when, when, yeah, you've got all these great villains. You're just, you're making Suicide Squad 2, but better. I haven't seen the first also Suicide Squad. But... Potentially came out before Suicide Squad. I'm not sure. Um, no, I think Suicide Squad was August 16, I want to say. Was it that long um, ago? Good so it was a few months. Lord. It was a few months before this. Because there's even some suicide jokes in the movie. Like Batman says, oh, we're going to get some villains to fight the villains. That's stupid. And of course, he does that later in the movie anyways. But Right. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, this was the... this. I... This was the Suicide Squad movie we always deserved, to be honest. There's a lot, like that, that, thing they, lot that could be improved. That thing they gave Suicide us sucked. Squad. I think, yeah, I yeah. think that we are we have not yet seen the greatest Suicide Squad movie. Or is this it? I think this will probably be it. I don't know, man. I think I, Suicide Squad makes me so sad because, like, there's so many good things you can do with it. And I feel like you've got such a perfect character with Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Like, there's got to be something you can do with that correct. Right. And they are doing Birds of Prey. Um, which could be interesting. I don't know much about it, to be honest, other than there was an old TV show in the 90s called Birds of Prey, but uh, I know they're bringing Harley Quinn into that realm. Yes, and there's also, uh, same with Suicide Squad, there's a bunch of characters in the Arrowverse that are like the Birds of Prey. Oh, right, right. So that that has come through as well. She's going to be Barbie? That's perfect, too. I mean, you really just got to look through this cast list. This is wild. I mean, it's just a bunch of cameos. I know, but like... Just what, when else could you get a, a group like this together? Dude, I have no idea. They only had $80 million or $90 million or whatever, which, like, let's be real. That's more money than I've ever imagined. Uh, I think that there's a character in here that is often overlooked in general, and that's Zach Galifianakis' Joker. You really stumbled on that name there. Zach Galifianakis. I don't think anyone has ever, ever not stumbled on that name there. You called him Zalk. Zalk? <laughs> You yeah, started mixing. You started messing up before you started Galifianakis in the first day. Yeah. <laughs> but but here's the thing about about Zach Galifianakis' Joker is like they they very easily could have gotten Mark Hamill to do this. What was he doing? Not saying anything in The Force Awakens at this time. Like he wasn't busy. He could have easily been this Joker, but instead he was making the yeah, last. Yeah, this Jedi. was like right at prime Last Jedi moment. I think. Whatever. Oh, you're right. 2017. <laughs> Um, I was thinking it's 2016. Whatever, though. Like, they could have easily gotten Mark Hamill to do this part, but instead they, like, reimagine the Joker altogether. And they get, you get this new interesting character who reminds you a lot more of, like, the silliness of what the character is. And that was one thing when we were watching the Dark Knight movies was we were like, these are really good, but this whole Batman thing is still kind of silly. Like, it's still Bruce Wayne dressed up as a bat, period. Right. <laughs> right. 
I think this one did a better job of working its way around the whole Bruce Wayne is Batman thing than any other Batman movie. What do you mean? Yeah, how so? Like, uh, like... Because he, he, nobody believes, like, nobody is willing to believe that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Like, even given direct evidence, like, Michael Sarah's just like, wait, so you live beneath Batman? Beneath Bruce Wayne. And Joker's like, beneath you Bruce mean Wayne? Bruce Wayne is yeah. Batman's roommate? Yeah. Room, yeah, just consistently. And, like, you know, he takes the mask off, and people are like, what? You're Batman? But, yeah, I think the reason that that is, because this is a Batman movie first. Like, we get, like, what, two scenes? Of Bruce Wayne in the whole thing. Yeah. And he's very reluctant about it. He doesn't even want to take off his mask. <laughs> right, he, he, sits, he sits in his his robe wearing the cowl. <laughs> yeah, when nobody's there. Yeah, which is great. Which is great. I love that. Um, I loved Michael Sarah's whole character, Dick Grayson. Oh, yeah. He's a, tre- <laughs> he's a treasure to this world. Let's be My honest. My name like, is Richard Grayson, but all the kids at school call me Dick. Well, kids can be cruel. <laughs> Oh man, what a great! Just the, the his his whole performance the whole time. Like I never stopped laughing at this dude's character. Oh, yeah. I just because he was just go ahead, keep going. He was Robin pulled straight out of the like the TV shows. I mean, this was like the Robin of like the Aquaman perception, right? Where it was like, oh wow, the Justice League, Aquaman. Oh, I can talk to fish pre Fortnite, Aquaman. Yeah, but I'm telling you, like I thought the characters were really really good here. I thought uh, Rosario Dawson as Barbara Gordon was good. I love a good new Commissioner Gordon take. That always makes me happy when there's like a traditional character and then we do something different with them. That's always good. Yeah, when they're just like, Jim Gordon is retiring immediately as soon as the movie starts. (laughs) I just flip the switch and Batman comes. (laughs) Well, speaking of... uh, uh, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Ethan. No, go I was going to say, speaking of Barbara, I love that little video intro when they're talking about her accomplishments. Like, she, <laughs> I, top, went to Harvard for, I went to Harvard for police. <laughs> Harvard for, for, for police. <laughs> Using and statistics she's wearing like and a, compassion. <laughs> <laughs> she's wearing like a Harvard for police basketball jersey at one point. <laughs> oh, man. I also love that they, they pointed out that like Robin is such a stupid name for Batman's assistant. <laughs> you mean the small, frail Midwestern bird? <laughs> <laughs> I know he's going through all the lists and he's just like El Mariachi. No, that one's super racist. <laughs> <laughs> this one's culturally insensitive. That's it, yeah. He's cause because Batman obviously just has a whole wardrobe full of sidekick costumes ready to go. Yeah. With names and everything. <laughs> And Michael Sarah just being like, I, I can't move in these pants. <laughs> Rips. <laughs> Rips them off, yeah. <laughs> Even later, Commissioner Gordon's like, can we get this man some pants? No, I'm fine how I am. <laughs> that's the life, just, man. That's the life. And that's, that is what I love about these movies is they're so, this one especially is so on the nose, willing to make fun of all the Batman tropes. Oh, yeah. It goes after all. All of them. I look. This is like a first line in the movie where the Joker's like, "This is gonna be better than the thing with the two boats." And the pilot's like, uh, <laughs> "Is it?" <laughs> Speaking of those pilots, is that is that you guys? Are you the pilots? We which, were. Yeah, we were okay. cast for that. <laughs> so, which one of you gets thrown out the plane? Ethan, Tyler. Oh. <laughs> See, the the thing that Tyler doesn't realize about situations like this is I can just delete his end of the audio. <laughs> so it doesn't sound like he says anything. It, you're right. It was, it was me it. that was thrown out the back of the plane. It was but I. At least you had a parachute. I did. They gave it to him. They, you know, Wait. they, they t- take him and they throw him and they, they put a parachute on him. It's because they're nice villains. As long as they're best friends. Those guys totally look like best friends, right? <laughs> 
the airplane actually this is a little, fun little trivia it's it's under the name mcguffin 1138 i love that that makes me yeah. so happy <laughs> yeah, mcguffin airlines yeah which i also love the fact that the cargo plane has like an airline <laughs> <laughs> cargo plane like, what, what was on it a bomb uh like hundreds of oh, yeah, sticks like, of dynamite like and all kinds of, sticks of stuff of dynamite. yeah bad bad stuff yeah flying over the world's most crime infested city i'll tell you this movie starts right right at the beginning it is never lets you go because it, it end it, it begins on just a black screen and will arnett going black every important movie starts with a black screen and then he starts narrating the logos <laughs> <laughs> warner brothers or warner warner bros <laughs> Why not brothers? <laughs> I don't know what Rat Pack does, but that logo is macho. <laughs> that's my favorite thing, because that's that's what they do in all the Lego movies, is they do the whole credits thing, where, they, where the credits are like, you know, this, this super meta part of the movie, and then they did that for the logos in this one too, and I was like, okay, I can get behind this. So, Ethan, this is your first time seeing the movie. What is like a... If you were to explain this to somebody, if, you, if Kate came over, did she watch it with you? No. If Kate came over and she was like, what should we watch? And you were like, Lego Batman, and she was like, oh my god we just watched a ton of lego freaking movies can we not you were like no wait but this one is what would you say oh god i don't know this one's about batman <laughs> like we just do you need a better but then, answer but then kate is like oh we just watched three freaking batman movies too you know i i don't necessarily know that i have that justification I'm, even when you approached me about this i was like we're really gonna still do the lego batman movie after all of that i i won't lie to you i'm a little burnt out on on lego and batman <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm a little burnt out on just on the pace of these Lego movies. They're fast. Like they no there's never a second where somebody's not talking or something's not exploding. <laughs> I think my favorite moments is when they break that and they're just like Clink. Oh, that's my kids' favorite yeah. part. They bust up on that part every single time. <laughs> How, well, How many times have your kids seen this? They watch it at least once a month. Like, it's a lot. Once a month is neither more nor less than I expected that to be. Oh, good. That is actually less frequently. Yeah, when you said they watch it all the time, I actually would have thought, like, weekly. It might it might be a little yeah, bit weekly. more than that. But they, it's funny. They, they will ask to watch this one all the time, but they never ask to watch the first Lego movie. It's weird. Like, if I'm well, watching like, it, they'll sit down and watch with me, but they don't choose that one. Interesting. Have they seen Star Wars? Oh, yeah. My, my son now, is a huge Star Wars nerd and keeps telling me fun facts. He, so we have these old magazines that I had from the 90s. So they have fun Star Wars facts, but they're not canon. And so I'm trying to decide how to explain canon to him and say, sorry, kid, that trivia that you're really excited about is no longer true. That is going to be How tough. old is he? He's six. So you, when did you introduce him you got, to Star You got Wars? like four years left. Oh, man. I introduced him to Star Wars when he was very young. My first memory, he was probably about one and a half, and he was just standing on the bed imitating R2-D2 falling down in the desert. It was his favorite thing, and he would just do it over and over and over. So he just fell over a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was an... Are you sure you weren't attributing that? Like, you're not projecting there at all? No, it was while the movie was playing, Ethan. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> so... So you... Seen... I thought you were just like, my kid falls over a lot. He's a huge R2-D2 fan. And I was like... <laughs> No, your son, is that your oldest? Yeah, yeah, he's the oldest. I, okay, here's the thing. Soon to be father here. Very important question. Oh, yeah. At, at, like, at what point do you start, do you just have Star Wars playing in the background, like in the womb? Do you play the Imperial March on the headphones? Do you, how do you, how do you guarantee Star Wars loving children? Yeah, this is the hardest thing because you know. You can't force it. Yeah, and there's those awesome videos of people showing their kids Star Wars for the first time, you know, and. They're seeing Darth Vader's twist for the first time, and it's the coolest thing ever, but I just could not wait. I couldn't wait, and so Star Wars is just always on at my house, and... What an kids... awesome situation! <laughs> and so my kids just love it, and... and uh... 
we have a lot of Star Wars toys and Lego, of course. And uh, yeah, Star Wars is a huge part of my life. So I could not wait till they're older to show them that. I just couldn't. And my my daughter, who's three, she loves Star Wars too. She'll, um, she sits there and draws the creepy alien from Solo, you know, the space one with tentacles and tells me, mm-hmm. Dad, I like creepy things. So I don't know what's going on there, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll even out. She'll figure it out. <laughs> Or she won't. Either that or she'll be one of those kids that's like really into like Nightmare Before Christmas and Coraline. Oh, could be. I doubt it, but or actually I hope not. I can't hope that for you. I can. <laughs> I will join in that hope. Uh, back to Lego Batman. Well, I wanted to bring Star Wars into this. There's all okay. those awesome villains and like no Vader. for me, the one thing is there should have been a Star Wars villain in there. And I know there's a rights issue there. This is Warner Brothers, but... There's t- no Disney villains at all, is there? Um, No. But Tyler, you can't tell me you wouldn't have loved... Sheev Palpatine hanging out in the Phantom Zone. Sheev Palpatine is the greatest villain of all time. <laughs> I know you Stuck would Stuck in a crappy this. trilogy. <laughs> yeah, no, that would have been great. There was, however, a Star Wars hero in this movie, just under a different name. And I'm referring to Billy Dee Williams. Yes, yes. he voiced Two-Face. Playing Two-Face. Apparently he was originally and cast the... as Two-Faced. And then, uh, yeah. In the 89. Right, so he was in the Tim Burton movies, and so the plan was that he would eventually become Two-Face, but then the directorship transferred over to uh, the nipple director. There you go, Schumacher, and uh, different actor in... Tommy Lee Jones, so Billy D. Williams didn't get to have that chance, so this was a fun throwback for him. Yeah, and no, as soon as he came on screen, I was like, is that, did they get Billy D. Williams back to be Two-Face? I thought that was such and, a weird casting, because I did not know that trivia at first. I had to look it up. It does seem but, kind of odd, especially considering how very few lines he has in the movie, like he's just kind of there. It could have been any voice actor, to be honest, so. Right, yeah, it's not like, it's not like he even has any lines that are like, pertinent to the plot they're just like right. reactionary ex- yeah ex- re- reactions or exclamations and stuff uh so that i thought that was well, very interesting and that's actually the thing i love about this movie is that like there aren't really a whole lot of just oh we just got some random voice actor it's like they want to make sure that every character is somebody that's that's going to be recognizable with the exception of bane i think they wanted tom hardy and he wouldn't do it i think the actor for bane has a a podcast and he often voices bane on there and i guess the filmmakers loved his bane impression so they just brought him on as far as i know um, yeah, because but... he's he's like nobody. Yeah. Doug Benson? But, yeah. But when did that trend start of getting like these big name actors to do voiceovers? Because the Lego movie. I w- well, it technically it's like a it's like a DreamWorks thing. Yeah, I was gonna say That's maybe what DreamWorks Shrek. always does with their yeah, with all their movies, especially after Shrek when they're just like, Oh, this is epic starring Justin Timberlake and Pitbull and all this crap. Right. You look at the voice actor like... list for Disney movies in the nineties and you don't know any of them, except for maybe have they have one big star to try to sell it. And now it's like all Mark big Hamill. stars. Yeah. Or like Robin Williams in Aladdin. But no one else. Who else is in that movie? I don't and know. And Robin Williams refused to sell his name on that. But yeah, in Shrek, they had John Lithgow and Mike Myers and Eddie Murphy. Cameron, Cameron Diaz. Diaz. Yeah. And nobody, Jim Cummings. Uh, that's it. Well, yeah, you still like sort of rarely see that in Disney. At least in the animated movies. Mandy Moore is Rapunzel. So. Right, yeah. They have a, like a big star and just a bunch of actors. Frozen has three. Adina Menzel, Kristen Bell, Josh Gad. I wouldn't say Kristen Bell was that well known. No, nor is Josh Gad. Nor is Adina Menzel, for that matter. Well, two of as those. As far as are, movies yeah, go. Two of those are big Broadway people. Alan Tudyk. Hey, we do not besmirch the name of Alan Tudyk. I'm not besmirched. Who is Alan Tudyk in Frozen? The Duke? Alan Tudyk has been in like every recent Disney vehicle. The Duke yeah. of Weaseltown. I did not know that. I know that he's Hey Hey in Moana. He's everything. Alan Tudyk is in all movies. But either way, they don't. Disney doesn't need to hang their hat. And I've always remarked, or like, like loved this about Disney. 
is Disney doesn't need to hang their hat on, like, we got the latest pop stars in this movie to make kids like it more. Yeah, that's one of the things I loved about Moana, was that they, like, went to, to Hawaii and were like, we need to find the greatest female singer. And right. Ali Cravalo... Wish I could pronounce her name. She was like 16. She was born in the year 2000. How old do you feel? Right. <laughs> and then they got Alicia Cara to do a version of uh, How Far I'll Go and played it on the radio instead of that one. Yeah. And they did the but same whatever. thing with Demi Lovato with Let It Go, but they just played the Adina Menzel version anyway. Yeah. Um, Is there a plan for a Moana 2? Uh, Probably. Why, why would they not? That's the question. I love Moana. That's another one I, but yeah, kids watch it, all the time. Even like... DreamWorks made Trolls, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Where they were like, "Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna cover a bunch of random songs with random pop artists and just throw this movie together." Yeah, it was Justin Timberlake, and they're like, "We've got we've got a Gorillas song that nobody listened to back in the early two thousands in this kids movie." What Can we really song? explain why? No, not necessarily. What Gorillas song? Clint Eastwood in Trolls. Yeah. Well, how did they rebrand that? I don't know. I can't remember. What's it called? Clint Eastwood in Trolls. Yes. I've listened to the soundtrack. There's no song called Clint Eastwood. It's in the movie. Or a short or something. I don't know. I've heard it. It's sung by the weird kid, the weird people. The Bergens? Possibly. They're the weird people. Okay, sure. Did your kids like Trolls? I haven't seen it, and they haven't asked, so I'm just going to let that one go. Interesting. It's got some good good tunes in it. Does it? It does. I, I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I asked, uh, are there uh, the... Uh, vinyl of the album or the of the record whatever it's called soundtrack was on my wedding registry we did not get it we did ask for it oh that's sad no it's okay i'll survive yeah i'm sending you the link right here buddy for for your later viewing i'm mind blown by this fact yeah it's a gorilla song that i liked back in middle school uh that kids should definitely not have been listening to at any point well you know i mean you're really cool because you listen to songs back then hey your new vlog is posted look at that yep so proud of you. But, like, it's not, that's not a kid. Like, you could listen to the original version, and I don't necessarily know with what they changed the lyrics to, but, like, that's not in any way a kid-appropriate song. It's about drugs. I mean, Trolls is kind of about drugs. But anyway, Disney doesn't need to feel, feel the need to do that. But the Lego movie does that differently because they just get a bunch of characters. And, and honestly, I, they, like, most of these people probably don't get paid much, if anything, for these roles. No, I mean, they're, they're probably, probably show just for, like, like, a day. Yeah, they're like, wait, you want me to do what? You want to be, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Rafi from the League. You want me to be the Scarecrow? Okay, cool, what's up? I'm doing it. Yeah. And I don't I'm mind here. them using these, these big voice actors, but I'm curious, is it just a way to get, like, adults to go to the movies? I think so, yeah. It's a, it's a way to, it's a way to, like, get people more our age interested. Yeah, I think that makes the pop culture references just stick out a little bit more. <sighs> Which is good. Um, Ethan? Tyler? I'm going to ask you a question. We've never done this with a guest before. Okay. Do you have a toothpaste and orange juice <gasps> this week? I have one. <gasps> oh, yes. I didn't oh, even know Casey oh had this. This was not This is not planned. Oh, God. Um, I had one. I had one. While you're thinking. Hang on. Weird story. So I actually had some orange juice this morning, and I didn't have toothpaste right before, but I did just have a cough drop, and I think it was essentially the same kind of feeling. It was like a Um, menthol cough drop? Oh, yeah. A menthol cough drop will do the toothpaste orange juice thing to anything you eat or drink. And it was totally unintentional, and it was disgusting, but I was also very excited because I was just about to come onto your podcast. So Very exciting. So you have like a thing ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh my gosh. I'm going to give you a moment, Ethan. Yeah. Do you? How would you feel about a shot of tequila? I don't have any tequila. Substitute for anything. I don't have any liquor. You don't have any liquor? I thought you were gonna, no, Tyler. I thought you were going to say like, look under your chair, like you would plant. <laughs> <laughs> also, I did find a shot of tequila. I have this this bottle of Jose Cuervo. There you go. It's I'm so, so proud of you. So I guess I'm about to drink this airplane bottle. Yeah. I forgot Kate left these here. Hey, quick question, Ethan. Yeah. How many apples grow on a tree? Uh, a bunch. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, oh my God, that reminds me. You said this about Zach Galifianakis earlier, or you talked about Zach Galifianakis, and you talked about his name, and I forgot this piece of stand-up that he did one time, man, that I saw it was the funniest thing I think I've ever heard this dude say. He was like, my dad used to always say that Galifianakis was a great last name to have because it starts with a gal and it ends with a kiss. And I was like, that's great, Dad. Can we change our last name to Galifianakis? Fortnite. That's good. <laughs> All right, I'm going to drink this airplane bottle of Jose Cuervo. Especial. Casey, I need a dad joke. A dad joke? Oh, yep. I heard one the other day. What was it? I don't, I don't know. I know. I'm trying I'm to. thinking he... out loud. Are you, are, you, are you like compiling a compendium of dad jokes or something? No, I'm trying to get our uh, creative and comedic juices flowing. Oh, oh. Oh, oh Jose Cuervo is awful. Cuervo's oh not that bad. It's pretty bad. Is it 100% oh. agave? No. Really? Remember, that was that whole point of that that podcast we listened to at PodCon. They talked, the, literally the whole point was that Jose Cuervo is bad. I, I won't lie to you. I did not pay much attention. I did. I learned that you should drink Casadores. I tell you what, uh, Casey, this is sort of in the same vein to what you said. Do you want to hear a joke about construction? I do. I'm still working on it. Oh, man. Beautiful. Oh, I love Lord. it. <laughs> I love dad jokes so much. They're my favorite thing. <laughs> Yeah. I'll tell you, my dad gave me some of the best advice. Just talking about dad jokes. He said, don't buy anything with Velcro. Why? It's a total ripoff. <laughs> oh, Ladies and gentlemen, so Tyler good. is prepared to be a father. So <laughs> oh, man. That graveyard looks overcrowded. People must be dying to get in there. Oh, my son loves that one. He tells Does it all he? the time. Yeah. Does he get it? Oh, yeah, he gets it. For a long, long time, I used to tell this joke that I remember when we first heard it. It was on like a fishing boat. Made my brothers die with laughter. But it was, why did the turtle cross the road? Why? To get to the shell station on the other side. (laughs) Right, because that's a type of gas station. And they thought that was hilarious. I did not get it, and I couldn't quite remember it. So for probably like 10 years... I told this joke, and I would... Ethan, you ready? Ethan, I would tell this joke. I'd say, Ethan, why did the turtle cross the road? I don't know, Tyler, why? To get to the turtle station on the <laughs> other side. <laughs> that is less funny. It's way less funny. But you know what's not funny? A fat psychic. You know what I call you a fat psychic? That's a fortune what? teller. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it took me a second. That's terrible. <laughs> All right, Ethan. We're going to do... Toothpaste and orange juice. You can cut this whole section out. Uh, toothpaste and orange juice. No, I'll leave you embarrassing yourself about the, the shell station. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Casey says he's got one. Ethan says he's got to think of one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Casey, the way the game works is we're going to count down from three, and then when I would say go, you're going to say your thing. Okay. Three, two, one, light Incomprehensible switches. vanity license plates. Ooh. Ooh, tell, tell me, me about more. incomprehensible vanity license plates. Like, I get vanity license plates on on a theoretical level. It's not something I would ever choose to do, but if people want to spend their money that way, that's fine. But the point of a vanity license plate is to show something to someone else about yourself. So why do you have a vanity license plate that I cannot tell what it says? I don't know what that combination of numbers and letters is. Why did you pay for that? Do you know how much a vanity license plate costs? I have no idea. Okay. It's not that expensive. Oh, so really? If okay. you were like, these people are spending hundreds of dollars. But... <laughs> it also might be more in Utah. It, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know what it is in Utah. In Virginia, it's $10. I think it's more here. I I don't know for sure because I haven't really cared that much. But Did you see well, so one no, you, that we you, can you, try it's, to it's decipher? 20, it's $20. Oh. It's $20? Because you pay for the special plate and then you pay for the customization. Oh. It's $10 each. Whatever. I still don't know why so you would I have put a... something that no one can read, though. Like, why? So, give me an example. I don't have an example. I, I should have written one down, but... I see it all the time, and maybe it's a Utah thing that people just like I'm, no. random combination of numbers and letters. I don't know. I mean, I definitely know what you what you mean, right? And and I've definitely spent a lot of time in traffic looking at that and being like, "Is that supposed to say butt munch?" 
Because <laughs> that kind of says butt much. And then you get in an accident Do- because you've been trying to decipher <laughs> Right, because then I'm like, I'm sitting there like, why does your license plate say that? <laughs> because they're a butt What are you monk. trying to convey here? Are you, are you like, and, and, and of course it's always like, it's, it, you know, I'm sure it means something to the person having it, but like you just see them sometimes and you're like, that doesn't mean what you think it means. Grandma. Yeah. And then you look at the person driving and you're like, and that's, that's my favorite thing though, is when you see a car and you, and you can assume something about the person driving it. Right. And then you pull up next to him and, and that person is not in the car. <laughs> Like, it is just no chance that that person is in the car. It's like the, the child's car that is currently being driven by the dad or something like that. Or grandma's but I a definitely, <laughs> Or grandma's a butt munch. Um, you know what I don't get on this subject is the stick family thing. Oh, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if Casey Winters has a stick family. No, here's my feeling on the stick family thing. I don't like them, and I'm at the point now where I don't even like the joke versions of them either. Oh, like, those are way worse. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, if you're going to have a stick family, just have a regular freaking stick family. Just have an amount of, of people on the back of your car. Yeah. Don't have like... A dinosaur eating your family. A joke version. Yeah. yeah. A giant dinosaur eating your family. Or, you know, and you can get cute little ones where it's like you've got two C-3PO's and three r 3 po Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm crying. That actually I'm wasn't crying. even my intention. <laughs> Check that actually, off the list. I almost, I almost had it earlier. I started talking about Mark Hamill's Joker, and I was like, and then you guys started talking about Star Wars and Lego, and I was like, it's happening. It's happening. Somebody's <laughs> going to set me up for this, and then it didn't happen. <laughs> Thank you so okay, much. Okay, so here's Tyler. here's the hierarchy on this though. You've got you've got stick family, okay, and then you've got joke stick family, and then you've got the person with the bumper sticker that says like, my rot. Wilder could eat your stick family. Yeah. And then you've got the person with the bumper sticker that says, like, my poodle could eat your honor student. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a whole different... Yeah, below... So below my Rottweiler could eat your stick family is, like, my kid's an honor student. And then below that is, like, my dog eats your honor student. And then below that is, like, my son's fortnite your honor student. <laughs> <laughs> And then below that is my honor student eats your dog. No, no, we don't even go there. <laughs> I agree no? with this hierarchy. I don't know about the dog thing that Tyler just said, but I agree with Ethan's hierarchy. Yes. Casey, do you have any bumper stickers on your car? Oh, no, 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 no. Below that one, below that one is the, the Jesus fish with legs on it. Mm, yeah. yeah. Why do you gotta be such a jerk? <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I can't, I just, listen. I, <laughs> every time I see a bumper sticker, I try to put myself in the mindset of somebody that would buy that bumper sticker. Like, I don't think station. I've ever succeeded. I've ever seen, I don't think I've Casey, Go I ahead. want to know if you have any bumper stickers. I do not, no. None? In fact, when we bought our current car, there was a sticker of an American flag, which is kind of innocuous. I don't know. But I was just like, I don't I don't want any stickers. So I just, I took it off. I'm not a car sticker person. I'd consider like a, a cool, like, I don't know, Deathly Hallows or TIE Fighter Something simple and minimalist, but that's that's as far as I would ever go. I saw one yesterday. It was the Deathly Hallows, but uh, so you know it's like an equilateral triangle, right? That's mm-hmm. what the stone is, and the the elder wand goes into the top point, right. right? Yes, right, right. This one I saw yesterday was rotated. So the elder wand was going into the bottom right point. That's did they just put it on wrong? I don't know. I don't. I mean, I didn't talk to them about it. I just they had that one, and then they had I think uh, I can't remember what the other one was. It was on a Toyota Rav Four. I know that much. You didn't pull up to them and try to yell through their window no nah, we were all at target oh. they were in the parking lot i was in the parking lot you should have left a note hey i your, should have hey deathly hallows is <laughs> askew right nope i found the bottom of the hierarchy i've been sitting here thinking about it while you guys are jawing away about that i found the bottom of the hierarchy people that still in 2018 2019 have a no bomba sticker on their car oh yeah that's oh. like i agree 
I agree. Like, first of all, the the old political campaign bumper sticker, that thing went out with, like, Bush-Reagan, okay? Like, we're, we're over. Reagan-Bush, whatever. We're, we're over that. Stop keeping a political campaign bumper sticker on your car after the person that was in office died, okay? Like, <laughs> hold on. let's get that one out of the way. If you've got a Reagan sticker on your car, that's its own kind of message. Nope. That your car is nope. still going? that says that you need to, that you need to rethink your decisions. Especially if you have a Reagan car, a Reagan sticker on your, like, 2018 vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> Like, sir, you went on Redbubble and and bought this just to make a statement that no one's interested in. <laughs> Is this your toothpaste and orange juice that you found naturally? It might, it might be, it might be bumper stickers. Yeah. Bumper stickers are the worst. I, like, I this is such a weird thing for me not having anything to be ironically angry about. I can't believe you don't. I feel so like I guess like this is a positive thing, but I, I like I feel so fulfilled in my life that like there's just nothing wrong right now. You seemed a little salty that my love your melon code has sold more hats than yours. No, oh, I was giving you an opportunity there to be like, yeah, what the heck, people, and then guilt people into buying hats. But they're no, I mean if you, I'm not gonna guilt people into buying like charitable beanies. <laughs> That's the thing is you're, they're guilty but they're also doing a good cause. I'll tell you what's bothering me, Ethan. This has been bothering me for, tw- how many old am I? 26. 25, 26. 26 years. I don't know how far away the light switch is, ever. I will go to reach, turn off the light, and I will miss every single time. Now I'm waving, because I'll go to reach to turn it off, and I'll pull away like I'm ready to leave the room at the same time, and I'll just swipe the air, like five or six times before hitting a light switch. Drives me absolutely up the wall. Very similar to the direction of the light switch. Sounds like a visual spatial awareness issue. It totally is. Case- I could I could test you for that, you know. Could you? What do you do? So I'm a grad student student for school psychology and I often give uh, intelligence tests and part of those Does tests is I'm often <laughs> no part of those tests is uh, is visual spatial awareness so I probably I'm actually couldn't at... test you because you're you know over 18 and not in my school district but I give consent okay but I'm very good at guitar hero is this the same sort of problem oh I don't know that's a good question guitar hero versus light switches yeah I'm gonna ask my professors that. <laughs> I would say I would say on expert, I hit more Guitar Hero notes than light switches. Mm. I can do you one better though. My house that I'm living in right now has an unwinnable light switch in it. How so? So at, near my front door, there's there's a, a a dual set of light switches, right? Two two switches, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, two. One of them turns on the front porch light. Yep. One of them turns on the ceiling fan. And you always forget every time. No, the one closer to the door turns on the ceiling fan. That's criminal. And the oh. one the one farther away from the door turns on the front porch light. Here's the thing. I've been living in this house since I was born. I don't think I've ever gotten it right here's the thing Ethan you need to call not the one time that last worked on your house and you need to sue him I've thought about it honestly I don't think I've ever got like every time I because and, and and the, the ceiling fan starts immediately ceiling fan there's no like on. is there a light in the ceiling fan no there's no light in the ceiling no light fan. In the ce- okay just a, just a fan okay. okay and the ceiling fan starts immediately so like there's no there's no delay there's no chance for you to like realize you made a mistake and flip it back off no that thing's going all of a sudden and then it takes like a solid minute for it to stop spinning from that little bit of momentum it's got so i've just got this fan spinning in my living room for no reason wasting power doing that thing and my light's not on i'll tell you I've why a, i have a very similar problem ethan is i will go my bedroom has a ceiling fan with uh with the chain with the light switch on it but yeah i've never I, when i grew up you remember my childhood bedroom no fan yeah yeah no fan no fan very hot room I don't know if you remember. Very hot room I grew up in. Uh, but unrelated, my bedroom now has a ceiling fan. My wife, big ceiling fan fan. She's like a, an industrial AC unit to ceiling fans. That is to say, she is a large fan of fans. She stands the ceiling fans. She's, she stands the ceiling fan. So she will pull the chain 
for the light to turn it off. I don't believe in the chain. I don't think the chain should exist. I think we should have one switch for everything. <laughs> Maybe two switches, one switch for the fan, one switch for the light. Anyway, anytime I'm leaving the room, I'm trying to save energy, so I flick the light switch off, and she gets mad at me because now I'm cutting the fan off. And, which I should know because the light's off anyway, but, ah, uh, lights are frustrating, Ethan. Well, and turn this one off. the problem increases when you're in the kitchen and there's multiple switches and you don't know which one is the garbage disposal. Now, this one. Oh, that's the worst. My house is equipped the worst. for this. The switch for my garbage disposal is literally under the sink. Yeah, now, one of the apartments I lived in had the garbage disposal switch on, like, on the wall. Yeah. With the regular right. kitchen lights. Yeah, that's the worst. It was painful. It was painful. Because it's just, like, that's the worst thing. It's like you run that, that, that un, you know, that, that empty, unwatered garbage disposal. And it's just like. <laughs> You know what's worse is when you've got a fork down there or something? Why do you have a yeah. fork down there? Well, you know, Casey, I'm just trying to blow something up. <laughs> it just kind of happens sometimes, it though. Does. It does. Because, like, the garbage disposal is just an open, gaping maw of a thing at the bottom of your, your sink. And, like, silverware likes to make its way down there sometimes. It happens. It's a thing that happened to me. One time, we were, Tyler and I lived together, and the garbage disposal was making a funny noise. And I turned it off and reached down in there, which is always a scary thing. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. It might turn on. There might be a snake. I don't know. I'm never... I'm never Never prepared for that, but one time I, I reached in the garbage disposal and pulled out an entire shot glass. Still, so I, just, I just used the shot glass. Fun fact that had that had gotten its way into the garbage disposal, and what it was doing was just kind of bouncing up and down on the blades, just like. It actually, it actually, I remember this. It played the entire Mario theme perfectly. We we ran the garbage disposal, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere. I thought it was doing the Phantom Menace, the end song. Yes! It played the Cantina theme. I know that it played something. It played the Cantina theme. Oh, man. My house is so old, I don't even have a garbage disposal, so... How do you live, Lessons. Casey? Also, are there... He throws his garbage in the garbage. Utah yeah. wasn't discovered until after the garbage disposal was discovered, so you must be lying to me. Fun fact, most houses in Utah have garbage disposals, but we live in an old house that used to be, like, literally a pioneer cabin and has just gradually been added on to and added on to. Add on a garbage disposal. It just plugs into the wall. We should. We really should. But it's not It's not our house. We're just living here while I go to school, so I don't really want to make many changes that waste my money here's what you are you renting yeah yeah case you can just you can just bring it with you no add oh. it on and then pay extra each month to your landlord for be like thanks for the garbage disposal that's a good idea and that way he makes more money and gets a free garbage disposal that seems like the opposite of what you want to do <laughs> <laughs> we don't I'm, actually listen, I, it's a family house so i'm not actually paying rent so there you go oh if the family owns it then call uncle paco I don't know, your uncle john uncle paco yeah Un uncle paco that's what i said it's, like, it's the it's the wild wild west out there tyler yeah we have uncle we got John's rid of names like john here. a long time ago <laughs> <laughs> your uncle brigham and be like <laughs> i'm surprised i don't have an uncle brigham that's a fair is stereotype. it a popular name in utah it's not really no oh, okay <laughs> is that in is this an offensive joke? Ethan, Casey, you tell me if this is an offensive joke Go afterwards. for it. With the, like, stick figure families in Utah, is there, like, six or seven wives and then the children? Or how does it work? How do you divide the wives? I'm sorry, I can't do it. <laughs> One on each car. Right. <laughs> I'm laughing. Uh, it's not... I, some people might be offended. I'm not offended. Just because, I don't know. Yeah, we should probably remove the joke. I thought it was funny, but... <laughs> More... I'll just insert that into the, into the Patreon episode. Yeah. There you go. 
Mormons aren't polygamists. So I'll just put that out there. I know. Anymore. Right. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I, I was very good friends with a bunch of Mormons in high school. We sat at lunch together. Oh, nice. Me and Paul and the Mormons. Paul was not Mormon. That sounds like a, 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 I don't know, a movie. Me and Paul and the Mormons. <laughs> It's got a very biblical theme to the name. So You, me, Dupree, and the Mormons. <laughs> Ethan, I'm glad you're talking about you, me, and Dupree. I would say that is the most tragic Russo Brothers film of all time. I haven't seen that one. It's it's not very good. It's like Owen Wilson ends up. It got a twenty percent on the tomatometer, Tyler. Twenty. I don't know. It's, I don't that's that's okay. less than the Lego movie. The Lego yeah, Batman it is movie. less than less than the Lego Batman movie. God, I can't believe I don't have a toothpaste and orange juice. I'm always prepared. Always prepared, Ethan. You always God. got things. I can't believe not a single light switch just pissed you off this week. No, that was the thing that was I had last night. I had something, and now I don't. Hey, Ethan, how's your uh, Lego Hogwarts? I can see it behind you. Can you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's doing great. It's up there. Did you ever find that piece that was missing? Nope. Okay, I'm going to send no, you a piece. No, I did not. Ethan, I'm going to... Here you go. I'm going to set you up. Ethan, you know what really... I'll let you talk about it, but it puts a bad taste in my mouth. Pediatric cancer. I'm not sure that's the best way to go into that. <laughs> okay. Ethan, I... you know what puts a bad taste in my mouth? Negativity. No, what? <laughs> I don't think that's the... Uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't say that that's the best way to do these ad reads, Tyler. That that, that leaves a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> okay. What's the other thing that we're sponsored by? Patreon. Hey, you know what puts a bad taste in my mouth? That I can't do this full time. People that don't join the Discord server. No, I think our, all of our listeners are great. Thank you for listening, non-Discord listener. Yeah, but if you want to become a Discord listener, it's only three bucks. Yeah. You can't three even buy an bucks. airplane bottle of, bottle of Cuervo for that amount. There's you, no excuse now. <laughs> I think that you probably can, but I'm not positive. Yeah, I'm sure. But I don't know that that's the best way to spend your money. I think if you're going to buy an airplane bottle of anything, I wouldn't go for Jose Cuervo. I would buy an airplane bottle of Discord. Discord. An airplane bottle of Discord. There we go. <laughs> oh, what do you? I thought that pediatric cancer one was a great setup. I don't know. I don't agree. That's tasteless. <laughs> that, that is absolutely tasteless. Because the whole point of toothpaste and orange juice is that we're mad about things that we probably shouldn't honestly be mad about. That don't really upset us. Yeah. Only tangentially upset. I'm actually upset about cancer is the problem. Yeah. I'm genuinely upset about that. You know what? Orange and juice if you want to do fight? something about it. What? You know what orange juice helps you fight? The cold. <laughs> Scurvy. Scurvy. <laughs> yes. It's such a rampant problem here in the greater United States of America. It is. I got scurvy yesterday. Ethan, what's something that genuinely upsets you? If you can't be toothpaste upset. Something that genuinely upsets me? Yeah. I'm trying to set you up here to do your freaking ad read. Just do the ad read. Okay. Well... Thank you for listening to our segment on toothpaste and orange juice. Now, as a reminder, everybody who's listening, before we get back into content on the Lego Batman movie, just last week we announced a brand new line of merchandise called Be Positive. Now, this is less focused on us, your hosts, and more focused on a positive lifestyle. Waking up and saying, I'm going to do something nice today, or I'm going to make somebody smile, or I'm smiling today, or I'm trying to smile today. Whatever it is you're trying to do to go from negative to positive. It's like a Polaroid camera. We're going from from negative to positive. Yeah, so go pick some of that stuff up today and let the people in your life know that you're ready to make a change of some kind, whether it's to help yourself or to help other people. And it's great stuff. And Casey is getting some of it. I, I want it. It looks awesome. Go check it out. Totally for being a, for being Yeah, a for guest. being a guest, you get a free t-shirt oh, or something. okay. You actually get whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you want. Oh, wow. I, that's awesome. Thanks, guys. Casey's of course. like, when do you want my wife on the show? <laughs> <laughs> and all of my children. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, I've got one. I've got a thing that makes me both genuinely and ironically upset. Okay. Okay, so I've been I've been recently learning to do photography, right? Yeah. And when you're out and about taking pictures of stuff, yeah. um, 
there's a certain subset of people that are going to just stand in the way on purpose and make a comment like, oh, you don't want to take a picture of me, huh? Why would they say that? <laughs> Who says that? It has happened. It has happened to me in the last week, probably eight times. People just think that you're there to take a picture of them? The, no, they're just, they're trying to be fun. They're making dad jokes about it. They're getting in the way of what I'm clearly taking a picture of. And they're just like, ha ha ha. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, you got me. And they're like, what? You don't want to take a picture of me? Do you just do, do, do take a picture of them and be like, that'll be $150. I did to one guy. <laughs> I was like, hey, go 50 bucks. And he was just like, oh, no, <laughs> no, I will not be purchasing. No. But it's like, I mean, you know, plenty of people come up, especially when they see you with a camera in your hand. Plenty of people will come up and talk to you just like, oh, do you do a YouTube channel? Are you on the YouTubes? Dude. And I'm like, yeah, totally. Um, do you give and if I'm just taking, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I carry them around for that reason. Um, and then sometimes, you know, if I'm just taking pictures and stuff, people would be like, oh man, like you, you know, photography, like that's so rad, dude. I can't even use the camera on my phone, bro. I know you can't. I've seen your Instagram story. Learn to take a freaking yeah. picture. Yeah. All of you Samsung Galaxy users out there. Yeah. What the heck is with your front facing camera? Stop. And the back facing camera, honestly. And all your cameras. I get it. Samsung's got a better camera. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. I used to have a work phone that was a, it was not a Samsung. It was Asus, I don't know, but they were like they advertised it. They were like, "This has got a six million megapixel turbo powered camera." And let me tell you, all it did was take crappy pictures. That's all it did. I'll tell you what, they would want you to like set the aperture and stuff on a freaking cell phone. You know why the yeah. iPhone's so great? Because it's just a freaking iPhone that you can now set the aperture on. Well, yeah, you can do all that stuff, but it like it, the the standard setting is take good picture because that's the that's the new pitch for the um for the iPhone XR. Is that like, ooh, it's got depth control. Ooh. Which is really just changing the aperture setting, which is confusing. I don't know how phone cameras work. Like, I've learned photography enough how to work a camera in manual mode now, and I have no idea how a phone camera works because it doesn't have an aperture. Right. <laughs> There's no moving parts. Right. It just clicks. Fully digital. Yeah, no idea. No idea. Um, the other thing is like, and these people are really nice, but there are people that come up to me and they just like, they want to talk about what I'm doing. Which is great, and, and, and super nice, and super kind, but like, I'm usually just trying to take a video or a picture of something, and like, you're preventing me from doing that. And just because I'm standing here doing this doesn't mean I have 20 minutes to go talk to you, random person. What do you have 20 minutes for? Take your shot? I'm usually trying to get multiple shots at one time. And, in you know, I'm like, if I'm downtown for some reason, it's it happens every time. Somebody's just like, so you do photography? So you're like an artist? And they just want to talk to me about, like, photography and stuff. I'm like, this is cool. I appreciate this conversation, but it's been half an hour, dude. Like, it's cold out. We're just standing out here. Do you... Are you not working? Do you have somewhere to be? Like anywhere other than this street corner? Like that that same policeman has come around the block four times wondering what we're doing. What policeman? Whatever policeman's doing that. Oh. Have you has that not happened to you yet? Where where the police would come up to you and be like, hey, what are you doing? No, nobody cares that I'm taking pictures. No. Oh. Yeah, when, every time I'm vlogging, the 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 cops always get a little bit interested. That's so weird. I've never yeah. witnessed that. Do they get I've, yeah, I've gotten I've gotten shoved out of places for flying my drone too. I was just like, gonna several ask times. Do you get do you get grief for your drone? And what do you do in oh, that yeah. situation? Oh, yeah. Uh, I just tell them that I'm allowed to fly there usually. So you? Because it's just public property. Oh, okay. So you bust out like the citizen's arrest and the cop's like, you can't fly here. And you're like, you can't drive here. You're under arrest. No, I mean, I'm just like, that's cool. I'll, I'll 
bring it down. The, the one thing I hate is when the police officer's like, you need to get out of here right now. And I'm like, well, I need to land the drone first. Like, no, you need to get out of here right now. And I'm like, I'm not gonna. Like, I'm allowed to be here. This is just a, uh, this is a park. Right. Like, I'm not just gonna leave my thing out here in the, in the wilderness, flying in the air, because you're mad at me for no reason. I don't know. The police get weird around cameras. Now, quick question, follow up. Maybe the police are stopping you because you're not wearing pants. I'm definitely wearing pants. Are you? Did you check? I did. I, that's usually, every time I see a police officer, that's my first instinct. It's <laughs> like, am I wearing pants? Cool. I'm okay, in public. Good. Am I wearing yeah. pants? Because like, No shirt, no shoes, no problem. But no pants, problem. Pro- big problem. Big problem. Do you think pants are overpriced? Yeah. I would agree. How much do you think a pair yeah. of jeans should cost? Not what it costs. Casey, what should a, what should a pair of, like, not cheap jeans, but, like, comfortable, stretchy, keep you warm, good-looking jeans cost? I'd say no more than 20 bucks. I was going to say 25. I'm glad we're on the same yeah. page there. Okay. Yeah, 50 to 60 is too much. I agree. Mm-hmm. Granted, that's, I mean, what I pay for jeans because I'm not going to wear Walmart jeans, but I don't want to. I don't want to pay that. <laughs> I feel bad about it. Yeah. Yeah, jeans seem like Granted, they should have a maximum threshold. Like, these are still jeans. They should not be allowed to go about this. <laughs> right, it's still point. like, it's denim. I can't wear it somewhere nice. Yeah. Right. And honestly, a lot of my dress pants don't cost that much. That's what I'm saying, though, is like, that's that's more than a pair of khakis. Maybe maybe the, the denim tax has gone up, but the chino tax, I mean, it's all cotton, so it hasn't, but... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's more work to make denim. I don't know. I get those white flecks in there. Well, it's I mean, it, and it's not like I'm wearing like super thick Wrangler rugged de- jeans. No, I'm just wearing like jeans. I'm wearing like normal jeans that will rip the same as a regular pair of pants. What is a regular pair of pants? Khakis? Yeah, like chinos, like non-denim pants material. Interesting. Interesting. Casey. Yes. Do you are you in dad fashion? Are you in streetwear? What do you wear? I'm a bit hipster. I wear a lot of cardigans. Cardigans are my life. Mm, so yes. Yeah. This reminds me of college freshman. Ethan. Oh, really? Was Ethan a cardigan man in college? College freshman Ethan was a straight-up grandfather, yeah. Yes. What are you talking elbow about? Elbow patches? Did he have elbow patches? I'm an elbow patch guy. Oh, I'm okay. a big fan. Yeah. There's a picture of Ethan from freshman year of college dressed straight up like a like a uh, grandpa. I'm gonna see if I can pull it up. Oh, from London? No. Although that that also, that is another grandpa Ethan. This is in your freshman hall. You're wearing like a green cardigan in your in your in your hallway. Yeah, I'm just wearing a green cardigan. Yeah, you look, I loved that green cardigan. I know. It doesn't mean you didn't look like a grandpa. I just don't see how that's true. Oh. You had a lot of profile pictures of football players. Look at this. This is a grandpa. Every day of the week. Grandpa wearing, like, Oakleys. I don't, can I just pull this into Skype? How do I do this? I don't know. Right, Ethan's really chat. embarrassed now. I'm, I'm not. I just wore a regular cardigan. Like, Look at this. Look at this. Pull up the chat. Look at the picture. Did it work? Uh, I have to accept the risk. <laughs> oh, accept. I'm it's so not pulling excited. up for me. So. Oh, it's opening. Oh, man. <laughs> I just don't get what's wrong with that cardigan. Nothing's There's... wrong with it. You just definitely look like a grandpa. Grandpa's dressed great. They've been around the block way more times than me, especially my grandpa because he's from, from New York, and they have, like, proper blocks out there. He goes, he's, he's been around the block. I think my old man was more to the sunglasses indoors than the cardigan. So your cardigan <laughs> looks great. I mean, I was definitely not sober when that picture was taken. <laughs> you, you're like 18. Of course you were sober. Please drink responsibly. Listen. Do you have braces on? No. I love your beard. At this point, it was just like chin tea, chin goatee. <laughs> That's what a goatee is. It's a little, little bit of stubble. No, the goatee, I think goatee includes a stash. Goatee does not include the stash. It's a Van Dyke. Oh, Try again. Wow. Then what's a soul patch? That's just the lip thing. If you I th- Google I thought goatee, that was a flavor saver. If you Google, Are they no, the same thing? No, that's a soul thing? patch. Are they the same thing? 
If you Google goatee, like every picture has the stash. I'm just telling you. I looked this up the other day when when somebody in our Discord was like, Tyler has a goatee without a mustache. I have a mustache and the rest of a beard. Thank you very <laughs> <Yeah>. much. <laughs> They'd forgotten that. No, I think a Van Dyke just doesn't connect. I Your mustache doesn't connect. It this does. is really important. We should get to the bottom of this. It doesn't look like it. Must not from Skype. What do I look like right now? I mean, like I you have a mustache look? that doesn't connect. Let me pull up my face. How do I do that? Oh, that's because I've been curling it, but it does. It's called a mirror. Well, I don't know. A mirror in my office? Do you? <laughs> yeah, they're all over the place. He's, no, an I... office. He's a mirror salesman. That's I don't why. have any. <laughs> a Van Dyke is a style of facial hair specifically consisting of any growth of both a mustache and a goatee with all hair on the cheeks shaven. Interesting that they would word it that way. Look up what a goatee is. A goatee is without the mustache. If you just did chin, you look you look like an idiot. Are you I don't know. Are you saying in that picture he looks like an idiot? Because that's rude. He was 18. We all looked like idiots. Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, that's fair. M- many regrets. <laughs> I'm gonna Tyler and I spent all of college looking like idiots. Yeah. To some degree or another. In one way or another, yeah. That's what college is for. Thing. There's, there's all, There was always a group of people that would have told us we looked like idiots. But also, maybe not during freshman year, but there was a good amount, period of time where we did not look like idiots. I mean, like, there was a group of people that would have been like, yeah, you guys know how to get dressed in the morning. Yes. Anyway, the Lego Batman Lego movie. Batman! Oh, yeah. Lego Batman. That's what we're talking about here. Critical analysis would show that this movie is a freaking bop. In terms of Batman movies, this sits only behind The Dark Knight. And I have no problem saying that. I would say that The Dark Knight Rises is a close contender, but I think that, you know, if you want to be reminded what Batman's all about, Batman's roots, this is where you need to look. Because it wasn't always Dark Knight Batman. It was, you know, there wasn't always gritty Batman and killing joke Batman. There's, there has always been campy, silly Batman. And that's what this is all about. I came into this with the same exact perspective and I was kind of worried I'd get some some uh nope I'm with that oh but. Casey I also came into this with the same exact perspective I was worried <laughs> he, tw- he tweeted criticism. it ahead of time I did <laughs> oh I didn't see that one I usually see your tweets, inadvisable but... move I know well you know sometimes you got to I've, I've been thinking a lot about Batman this morning I will say this movie did do something that a movie we've reviewed for the show has not done to me in a long time this movie is only 105 minutes I fell asleep watching it twice it does feel a little bit long in spots. I would agree. It's just, it's the pacing. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, like, it's so aggressive. It is aggressive. I don't deny that. I feel... That it just makes it feel long. Like, I thought it was going to end, like, six times. Yeah, every time I watch it, there's little pockets where I have no idea what's happening, and I'm just glazed over. I think there's, I've seen this movie, like, dozens of times but also there's parts in it I've never seen. Yeah, that definitely happened to me. There was one part in the middle where I was like, is this a good movie? This I'm, this makes no sense. <laughs> what on earth is happening? <laughs> yeah, I was not immune to those moments either. But I Like still... that, that whole scene where he like sent everybody home and then he's like getting crap for it from the, the brick in the Phantom Zone. Yeah, that's the part. Yep. And I was like, what is happening? Because it's just playing everything that we just saw back. Yeah. But with some narration. Yeah. That's what it's all about. A little bit of narration. Is that what it's all about? I'll tell you. I watched. Is that the Hokey Pokey? I think I watched four movies this week, and this was by a wide margin the best one. What else did you watch? I watched You, Me, and Dupree. I watched Valentine's Day, and I watched uh, Isn't It Romantic. Nice. I watched a lot of romantic films this week. I've been pretty sick, so I've been watching a lot of movies this week myself also. How many movies did you watch? Um, Oh, man. Probably five or six. What's the best one? Um... I watched Kubo and the Two Strings is one of my favorite movies, so I watched that again. I love that is a that good movie. one. Um, I also watched what did I watch? I watched something right before it. Oh, I watched Coco because I guess I was in a weepy mood because that movie kills me every time. Oh my god, Coco's so good. 
That reminds me that, that next week on Bacon and Eggs, right? Uh, we're reviewing a listener's choice. We call it, we nope, call this still not next week. Not next week because next week is what? How to Train Your Dragon Three? No, pretty sure. No, the twenty eighth is How to Train Your Dragon Three. That's next week. That's next week. I know. That's what I said. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. How is that? How did I mess that up? Anyway, you, um, I, I, I told you this last week and you messed it up. I know. So anyway, not this week, but the next. We're calling this. Uh, how do you take your eggs we're doing a listener's choice animated film uh i've never seen kubo and the two strings ethan's never seen coco but neither of us (laughs) (laughs) what neither of us ethan has seen coco have you though yes can you say the word alebrije alebrije see have you seen it yes i think my favorite tweet trend was when it was like good morning to everyone except and like that's that still happens every day i know but i like the one that's good morning to everyone except ernesto de la cruz (laughs) (laughs) but i'll tell you why i don't like that one is because now you're remembering him yeah you need to forget ernesto de la cruz well he's not that easy to forget i know sick son of borderlands 2 Anyway, yes, we are doing a we're doing a listener's choice animated episode, and Tyler's gonna stop leading people now. Listener's choice animated episode. Tyler and Ethan have both seen Pokemon the first movie, but not since freshman year of college. So if you were thinking about maybe a suggestion to throw in there, Tyler's should... gonna stop leading people now. <laughs> you should throw that one in. <laughs> does does stop motion count, or is this like? Is there? Yeah. A, uh, yeah. So what would be yeah. stop stop yeah. motion is animation? Yes. Um, I'm trying to think what stop motion movie you're gonna suggest. Well, Kubo is a stop motion, so that's why I was. Oh mentioning yeah, that it. counts. Yeah. Is it actually? Yeah, yeah. Leica Studios, they always do stop motion, so they they'll 3D print. Now it's not always out of clay, but they'll 3D print. I did not. I thought yeah. Kubo was just done the way the Lego movies were. Nope, it is true stop motion. I mean, they'll have. That's I did not know that. Occasionally, something CG, but very, very rarely. They are, yeah, they are a lot of work. I did not, I, I did not know that. I just learned something interesting. One of the things Two Strings is a good movie. Frustrates me about this whole freaking Lego movie is the first. I watched one... three movies this week, by the way. Oh. Not that anybody was going to ask. <laughs> oh, Ethan, what did you watch three this, week? this week? I think it was only three. I watched this. I watched Jurassic World, and I watched Jersey Boys. Nice. What is the best of those three? Jersey Boys. Okay, I would have thought you said that. Yeah, it's a really good movie. It's sad though. That's Eastwood. It's very right? sad. Yeah. That's a musical, right? Sort of. I mean, it is a Broadway musical, but it's like it's not super music heavy. All right. Um, I'm glad that you enjoyed that film. Like the music is more sort of just in it as opposed to like them telling the story through music it's like it's about musicians so right quick question i was just saying more school of rock than like west side story or something yeah when you're a jet you're a jet all the way that's beautiful from your first cigarette to your last dying day i did you know that steven spielberg is directing a broadway adaptation of west side story yes Starring Ansel Elgort. Yeah, he's a jet. Yeah. Oh, no, he's a shark. No, he's yeah, a Yeah, no. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a jet. Yeah. Which one's the American? The Jets. Yeah. Well, that's not obvious. No, I, I didn't say it was obvious. I was oh. just saying. <laughs> I, I, I was I was getting mixed up. Yeah. Legos. I had to remember the I had to remember the the really racist line from that song to remember which one we were talking about. For the last time, Turk is Dominican. Stop telling people that our baby's Blaxican. <laughs> um, anyway, the Lego movie. Lego, movie, Lego Batman movie, Lego Batman movie. Lego legs don't move that way. What way? I mean, like sideways. They only move front to back. Like, the Joker's at one point like sitting like crisscross applesauce. Yeah, but often yes. if you pause it when they do that, they'll use different pieces to make it look like he's actually sitting cross-legged, um, which is just awesome like the, that's what i love about these movies you pause them at any moment and you could theoretically build anything that's happening on screen this this one i would say less so this one does a lot less of the actual like, like lego the, backgrounds yeah, like the water's not made of lego in this one i was gonna ask if that but if that bothered you guys because that this, definitely bothered me really yeah 
I, this I is what I think, think it, is so great about the first one. I don't think that it bothered me. I think that it was exceptionally cool in the first one. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen it again. I think using like smoke in this one, they did really a good job with that to add atmosphere to things, okay. which they couldn't do in the first one because it's hard to a- add atmosphere with Lego smoke. Um, I don't know that it bothered me, but it, it, it feels weird if this is in the same universe. Why do we have water and smoke now when before everything was Lego? It doesn't really Well, because it's not, though. It's it's not in the same universe. I think like we're it taking... Not, it's, it's a disconnected story. No, this is... We're... Finn is playing this movie. Like, yeah, you don't think... see it, but because we see Emmett, it implies that he is playing this. And I think the filmmakers have even come out and said that Finn is playing this movie. Right, but it's not canonical. I would say that we are taking Finn's imagination a step further in this one. Like, there's no way it could have broken in here and been, like... There couldn't be an under the dry air scene in this one. Right. You couldn't yeah. go under the dryer. You, Will Ferrell could have never shown up. Finn's voice could have never been in it. Like, you are in. You know, this is a campaign that, like, happened. You know, this is, to me, that's like... You play Dungeons and Dragons, you play through a campaign, and then you record that and you send it to somebody, and then somebody turns that into a movie. But I also think that this lacked a certain amount of the, like, break the fourth wall. Those those scenes where, like, you see the spaceship flying across, like, a, like a sheet with some... With some string, I liked all the gunfire. Just yeah. making, making a. Uh, I, I do like that they kept all the all the gunfire and everything. Commence micromanaging. Well, I feel like Bat- um, Batman in this one goes through a lot of growth, and then without spoiling the Lego Movie too, I feel like that movie he's just regressed. I don't know if you guys felt the same way. And I I, I kind of did. I was not crazy about his character in in the new one. Darkness, no parents. I mean, there were like I get the Batman songs and everything, and I liked the Batman songs in this one. But there will never be a better song than Darkness No Parents. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Super rich. Kind of makes it better. <laughs> I was thinking about Batman the other day. Like, Marvel's greatest hero is Spider-Man, right? And DC's greatest hero is Batman. Like, Batman, what makes Spider-Man so great is that he's so relatable, right? He's like this kid who's down on his luck, and when he's not Spider-Man, he has to deal with the fact that he's, like, poor, and he's got to deal with all this crap and all this stuff. And Superman, they're not Superman, but Batman is, like, a human that is the world's greatest martial artist and the smartest person alive and the richest person alive. Like there's no, the only relatable thing is that he doesn't have family. But even that, I feel like if you're watching this movie with your parents, your parents were not shot in an alley. That got dark. It did get dark. Um, the one thing I will say about this movie that I wasn't that crazy about is like it had a great message at the end when it was you know they're talking about your friends or your family you know it's 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 important to work together as that team it's important to to treat your friends like their family but they we never got a payoff on the whole like all of the DC characters hate Batman thing oh yeah I could see that like it, we never came back around to like Superman being like hey bats I'm sorry I threw a huge party without you fifty seven times fifty seven times yeah like that kind of sucked and we never really got an explanation as to why they didn't like Batman. That just was. I think it was there to reinforce. I don't think it was effective, but I think that the decision to include that was to reinforce how like lonely Batman was. Yeah, he was a lonely island on a lonely island, literally yeah. and figuratively. Uh, but yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't crazy about the scene. I thought it was like unnecessarily harsh because I don't. I don't. I don't like that kind of um, that secondhand embarrassment of like showing up at a place you're not wanted in a movie. Like I'm, I've never been crazy about when they use that in movies to try to be a part of storytelling, especially if there's no payoff to it. And especially in a movie that a lot of kids are going to be seeing. It right. Is, it's kind of right, mean right, right. humor. Right. You don't need to like bring that sort of doubt of like, oh, wow, all my friends are hanging out without me all the time into like a small child's life. Right. Like other kids are going to do a perfectly good job of ramming that home themselves. <laughs> 
Maybe it's good for the kids then. It's like Batman deals with this problem too. And maybe that's the case, but I don't think it was effective. I don't no, think it was effective. I, I agree that with you that it was not effective. I was like, one of my most scarring memories was that same exact thing. It was at, at States for swim team. And the whole team threw a party and I went and knocked on the door. And they were like, no, we threw this party so we wouldn't have to hang out with you. And we were like, and I was like, oh. And that was like the saddest moment of my life. And I cried and I called my mom. Yeah, that's messed up. Yeah. That makes yeah, that's, me sad. That's, that's super messed, man. It like, really did never, happen. That has never stopped being awful. Yeah. So anyway, I cried in my pajamas watching Lego Batman this morning. As one does. Mm -hmm. As one does. I. So who's your favorite character in this movie? I really like Joker. I'm with that. I do really like the Joker. I also really like Alfred. I do too. I like that he put the, the costume on. I'm not a huge comic book guy, but I've seen it floating on like Reddit and Imgur and honestly Facebook probably at this point. Like a comic panel where Alfred like beats the crap out of, I don't know, somebody, Bane or the Joker or Superman or something. Uh, somebody that he has no business beating the crap out of. And uh, I like that he put the suit on and became part of the, the Bat crew in this one. I agree. I also really liked Bane. I did too. I thought every time they talked about or mentioned or Bane was on screen, I was like, this is a comedic moment. That was when unnecessary. It, <laughs> like he just had a lot of great lines. <laughs> I liked the part when uh, he was like, who else is constantly testing your limits and pushing you to do things you've never done before? And Batman's like, Bane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my favorite, my favorite character is Jeff. So there's a character at the beginning named Jeff where Steve, the security guard, is like, man, I really hope nothing bad happens to that guy. And Jeff's driving up the canyon and he's like, Nothing bad Nothing ever bad happens ever to me. Happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> right before he gets stopped by the Riddler and has his arm ripped off. Yeah, Jeff's my favorite character. Yo, I loved, first of all, this is like the Lego Batman movie brought to you by Apple. In case yeah, I Siri missed that was one. in it. <laughs> Siri was, Siri's like the fourth build actor. <laughs> But I loved that it was Siri. Like, that, that, that she's credited as Siri. I'll tell you one thing. that I googled this as it happened. The selfie that Robin takes of the Bat family, I would buy a canvas print of that and hang it in my office. I would. Uh, is it available? It is not available anywhere, from I what I can a, tell. I think it's a Lego piece. In the, is it uh, really? I think... In the Bat Caves or the Wayne Manor set that they made, they had some different pictures. I know the, the one of his Bruce's parents is, and I'm pretty sure that they have the Bat Family one, Holy Family Photo Batman. Well, I want it as a canvas print, and I want it in my office. That would be amazing. Wouldn't that be such a cool one? I'm always trying to find cool things to put on my walls because I have extremely high standards. You know, I, you were talking about the Deathly Hallows before. You'd have to get very creative with the Deathly Hallows for me to be like, yeah, that can go on my wall. Yeah. Put a light to it. Or death sticks. Want to buy some death sticks? You don't want to sell me death sticks. <laughs> uh, Hello <I> there. <laughs> General Kenobi. <laughs> I just love Star Wars so much. I know. I love the fact that Batman's password is Iron Man sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they could only get like one or two Marvel jokes in there. And that was the one they went with. And I thought that was good. Yeah, I did. If Wait, you... does Batman live in Bruce Wayne's basement? <laughs> no, Bruce Wayne lives in Batman's attic. <laughs> I, was, I love that nobody would believe that it's, it's Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Are you telling me that Bruce Wayne is Batman's roommate? <laughs> Zach Galifianakis is the Joker, man. What, like, on one hand, I'm getting tired of the Joker being, like, the main villain in every Batman iteration. Um, but, like, this was a good one. Yeah, I feel like with Jared Leto, they were like, we've got to just try it again, man. We can do it right. Heath Ledger did good. Jack Nicholson did good. We can do good. And then they didn't. And then with Lego Batman, they were like, okay, okay, okay. This one's gonna be good. This one's gonna be good. We got Zach Galifianakis from The Hangover. Plus, they did a good job of, you feel sorry for him. Like, this is the first time that Joker has, like, some 
pathos at all. And you're like, oh, he just wants Batman to acknowledge him. He right. Wants he to wants to be the, the greatest enemy. He's, yeah, he's they're fighting a relationship. So in that sense, this movie is a romantic comedy. So you've watched a lot of romantic comedies this week, Tyler. I sure have. And you know, honestly, this one's still probably the best. <laughs> Is this a rom-com? Is that what we're saying? That's what I'm saying, yeah. Okay, okay. I love that I love that Batman had stupid nicknames for everybody. I would agree. Even Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, Bruno, Bruno and I. Oh. Yeah, Br- Bruno and I. And, we're, uh... and he just kept coming up with different ones for, for Barbara. He's just like, Bigo, let me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be Batgirl. Speaking of Barbara, there was one thing that really bugged me. I only have one criticism in this movie, and it's that first time that Bruce or Batman sees her, and you do that whole Vaseline lens, soft focus, play an 80s ballad. Like, is anyone tired of that cliche? I'm just... No, I laughed out loud. As did I, yeah. Okay, I'm just... It's only you, Casey. It's only me. When it's done well... And this time it was done well. Like when it's done in a way that you know it's making fun of itself, That's then I fair. can get behind it. That's fair. I just, I mean, this isn't even the first time that they've done it in the Lego movies because Lego movie did it multiple times with Wild Style, and That's so maybe, true. maybe I'm just. I think what I makes know. it I mean, so funny is. Like with the Lego movies, and this gag has not gotten old yet for me. Maybe it has at this point after Lego Movie Two. Is when the the girl pulls her like hat or her helmet off, and she shakes her hair out, and it's just a Lego piece. <laughs> it's just plastic moving side to side. Right. <laughs> well, I like, think that's the funniest thing. And it was done so that. well in the first Lego Movie when Emmett's looking at Wild Style, and it just goes on way too long. But it goes on long enough to the point where it's funny because like she shakes her hair back and forth like forty times. <laughs> And then it cuts over to her perspective, and Emmett's just going, <laughs> but like really quietly in the background. <laughs> and I love that, like in this movie, that's how he adopted Dick Grayson, and then Dick just like shows up at the at Wayne Manor, and is like, yeah. "This is my dad now." <laughs> yeah, 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 kid, whatever. And that- Alfred's like, "Sir, it's time for you to take care of your son that you adopted last week." I'll, yeah, I like to imagine that Dick Grayson has been there for an entire week, just like... Oh my god. <laughs> just this raiding the fridge. Amazing. And I love the scene when he's first going into the Bat Cave and listing all the different Bat vehicles. Yes. It's the Bat Kayak. I love any time they list things in these movies. Oh yeah. Like when, when the Joker was listing off all the villains, they just kept getting progressively more wild, ending up with like Condiment King. <laughs> <laughs> Catch up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you making some of these up? No, they're all real. Probably worth a Google. Probably worth the Google. <laughs> oh, Ben Batman constantly wanting lobster thermidor <laughs> that he microwaves. I don't want my lobster thermidor anymore. I don't even know what lobster the, thermidor is. is it just... I love the little Lego lobsters too, with the big stupid smiles <laughs> in their face on the plate. <laughs> That's horrifying. And then Batman just chomps them down. Chomp, 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 chomp. That's what I sound like when I chomp down lobsters. Lob. Oh my god! And the oh. the time when the Joker's like, and we got British robots. Ask your, Ask your friends. nerd friends. <laughs> The Daleks, I thought, were a great addition. I don't think... I feel like we're giving Batman too much credit when he swoops in and kicks over, like, six Daleks. They're not that easy to beat. I mean... Maybe not for the Doctor, but they are for Batman. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) The Doctor killed Satan one time. (laughs) That's accurate. (laughs) What? Uh, I just felt like that was a little wild. I feel like of, of all the villains that showed up, who is the greatest villain? Tell me that. Greatest how? Like, like 
who I was most excited to see, or I, all who, of the above, who would win in a fight? Oh, who would know. win in a fight? I don't know who would win in a fight. I think Sauron probably. I like that Sauron is like puking Just... lava all over the place. <laughs> that, that brings me joy. And then he that sparks the joy. Eye of Sauron. He's not like. <laughs> giant man killer right yeah it's just the tower like walking around the thing with the eye of sauron was sauron that big that his eye was that big no 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 that's just his like magical evil form it's not implying that his eye would have been that big when he was in a more uh humanoid form is that what you're asking yeah that's exactly what i'm asking that's so weird to me i mean like that was one of those things as not a lord of the rings book reader that i never understood maybe i should have just accepted that maybe i should have been like yeah that's just his magical form and i think that's what i was going with but it also seemed like why is it so big well i don't know if it explains that in the books but in the movie it shows him it shows him in a more humanoid form in right. that flashback scene, and he's not like, su- I mean, he's huge, but he's not, you know, he's not like a tower gajillion, tall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not, yeah, bigger than that tower. Yeah. Not even close to the size of that tower. Yeah. Although that would be pretty formidable. I'll tell you what character needs to make a comeback in these Lego movies is freaking Vitruvius. Right. Where is he? I mean, he's dead, dead but where? He's but, dead. But still. Like, Damn it. I am Ooh. Ghost Vitruvius. I'll take Ghost Vitruvius. That's fine with me. You didn't right? let me finish. <laughs> Because I died. <laughs> it's the bat kayak. <laughs> I I thought I seem to remember there being a payoff with the bat shark repellent. There is. There is. There, there is. I, I must. Yeah. Have I must have dozed off. Yeah, yeah. That. That was your at one point, time. yeah. At one point, Robin is going after a shark that's like beating Bruce, and he sprays the shark repellent. Bruce is just like, or Batman's like, I guess that wasn't totally useless. Well, they. And then go. he then he sends the shark to the shadow realm. Not to the shadow realm. Although Seto Kaiba would have been a great villain here. What I mean, a, yeah. What other villains should have been there? Good question. I, I mean, so we said she, like, but of all the come the the cameo villains in this movie, what was your favorite cameo villain moment? I like when Voldemort's turning people to fish. I like when the cop is mad at the cops for being turned into fish. <laughs> <laughs> all my people are turned into fish. I like when Sauron dies and there's like that no sing no signal on their computer screen because they've been using him as their camera, but the no signal is in like a medieval font. Like, yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> That is good. Um, I really liked who was it? Killer Croc that was armed the bomb and was just like, I did something. <laughs> <laughs> or King Kong busting down the building, going, "Your building's not to code." <laughs> who was who was the one opposite King Kong? The giant lizard monster. Oh, that's supposed to be the Kraken from um, the Ray Harryhausen Kraken from the 80s. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure. So there was no Godzilla here then? No. It could have used some Godzilla. You just... What? Sorry, you guys cut out for a second. Oh, we were just saying we could have used some Godzilla. Oh, yeah. I do love Godzilla. What a great movie. I don't even, I don't think I have any more else to say about this movie. It's just like, it's so fun. This one was fun in ways that the new one wasn't. Yeah, I agree. It's hard not to compare them to each other because they're all in the same vein. Um, I still think I'd like, probably prefer the first Lego movie to this one, but this one's a close second for me. Yeah, I, I prefer the first Lego movie to this one, but like, I think they blew their sequel energy on this one. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with that. Although Lego Ninjago, which we're not talking about, unless, of course, it's listener's choice, uh, which I'll be very surprised if you guys are like, let's do the whole <laughs> Lego movie gambit. That's just something I have no interest in. I like, also even, have no interest in. Even when it came out, I was like, okay, this one is for kids. Yeah, it was just okay. Okay. It was very forgettable. I've only seen it once. 
Well, oh. I've never even used a Ninjago. Yeah, Ninjago was after my time. Yes. We had Bionicle. Oh, Bionicle. I was a what, big Bionicle guy. What are you guys' Lego stories? Like, oh, you grew good up with question. them? Yeah, I grew up with Lego. I remember playing Lego in the basement with my boy John. We would, I mean, we would do exactly this. Like, I relate to Finn on a deeply personal level. Yeah. That, like, you know, we would play down there and we would develop these narratives and we would bring characters from all the different universes and um, we would we would make Bionicle movies, like stop motion movies, and then we would make ones where we like just held them and spoke for them and oh man i love lego some very fond memories uh i've i've always had like i can't remember a time i didn't i remember in kindergarten we had to make a pyramid and i, I and we could do we, we used whatever means we wanted and i, I built mine out of lego so that's, that's amazing that's, i had some i had some duplo blocks when i was a little kid but i got my first proper lego set i think when i was for my sixth birthday do you remember what set it was uh yeah it was it was uh it was one of the johnny quest like mummy sets oh nice it had a jeep oh i do not remember my first lego set i don't I think either. I just, we had the boxes of them because ben and jonathan had them he's like before i was born so yeah i have an older brother and so he had a lot of lego before before i was born as well and so i i, I feel the same way i just always had lego around the house and then you go through a, a period in your life where you're it's not as cool or whatever and then somehow you get back into it like i yeah, i just feel like at some point you get over whatever weird pride you had that was telling right. you that like liking lego was lame or whatever it's like wait a minute this is cool at any yeah. age like i cannot if i went if if i went to like a teach teenagers had to be cool thing and there was a kid there that had lego i would be like this is awesome i'm i'm totally here for this yeah, I never like stopped doing like like I've gotten a Lego set for my birth or for Christmas every year. That's amazing. Since I was six. Yeah, I went through a period where I wasn't really into it, and then I saw the Lego movie, the first one, and it just awakened something in me. And so, and my son was pretty young then, and so we just were like, let's get started again. And yeah, the first Lego movie changed my life because it was after that that I uh, got a job at the Lego store, became a manager there, and um, yeah, a lot of a lot of my life has been very Lego. Centric. Now you're not working in Lego now, though. I wish. No, I would have stayed there if I could have, you know, supported a family on it. But I had to transfer grad schools, and so it didn't work. So that out. was my first Lego set. I just sent you guys a picture. Oh yes. That I found on Google. Very cool. Oh it had, yeah. It had a car with wheels. I think my little brother had this set. Yeah, that was my first ever Lego set. So you're a middle child, Casey? Yes. Yeah, I've got an older brother. A younger sister and another younger brother. Can I get this set? It'll be very expensive because Lego appreciates in value. But Yeah, like an unopened box? Yeah, I'm sure. So this is Lua Nuva. This is a Lego Bionicle 8567. Uh, it is $80. Oh, yeah. I recently looked into getting a first set of the original Bionicles, like the... Like the first ones, weren't they, in, yeah. weren't they in like canisters? Yeah, yeah, in the in the yeah. cans, yeah. And they, it was like they wanted like a hundred dollars a piece. Yeah, yeah. Nuva Tahoe, Tahoe, which is like the red one. He was like the main character. This is the second gen of him, and in the canister, it's a hundred bucks. And don't even think about trying to buy like old Star Wars sets because those ones really go up. Or Harry, old Harry Potter as well. I just can't imagine not opening them and playing with them. Right. Like with other toys, it made sense that it was like, oh, this is the action figure. Just leave it in the box and then buy a second one. But Lego, it was like, there are valuable pieces in here. Okay. There is a minifigure in there. I have to have that for when I build my minifigure army. And oh yes, I can't just not have the stuff that's inside of it. Like I, I have can get, to have this. I can get this set on Etsy for $55. On Etsy? On Etsy. It's <laughs> assembled. When I worked at Lego, we had people that would come in and buy two of whatever they were going to get so they would just throw one in the closet not open it and just keep it for years and then they would open the other one of course okay, most people can't thing. afford to do that right here's the thing though casey is if i buy two of them then i have twice the minifigures for my minifigure army oh trust me it's you're... it's not something i would do i agree wholeheartedly i wouldn't be able to just hold on to a set i can't do that right because it's like 
even if you don't follow the instructions and build the same thing again, I've got all these awesome new pieces. Yeah, double oh, the sure. minifigs. You're, you're right. golden. <laughs> yep, $120 new is the cheapest I've found so far. But that is a set from 1998, so that makes sense. So let's rank this film. Okay. Well, Are you ready? Is, yep. Okay. I'm ready. Uh, this is better than the Lego Movie 2, the second part. I would agree. I would say just better, though. Uh, no, not just better. <laughs> I said on Twitter that this was better than Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> oh, I can't abide that. And that's way up there. I can't abide that because this yeah. is, and I, I'm sorry to bring it back to this, but this is not better than Interstellar. No, I agree with you. It's not better than Toy Story or Interstellar. Maybe Miracle, but honestly, that's stretching it. I would say it's better than Ralph Breaks the Internet. I would put this right above Ralph Breaks the Internet. Now, for those of you listening, not looking at this right in front of you, our list from bottom to top, we're looking at Venom, Transformers, Crimes of Grindelwald, Lego Movie 2, the second part, National Treasure, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Bumblebee, Miracle. Miracle, Princess Bride, Interstellar, Toy Story, Batman Begins, Dark Knight Rises, Toy Story 2, 3, Jurassic Park, Dark Knight. I still think that National Treasure is better than Ralph Breaks the Internet, but... We'll see how that one ages. I'm not ready to make that move right now. Um, But I and think that this is better than Ralph Breaks the Internet. I think this is better than National Treasure also. Casey, what do you think? I think... I think I'd, I'd put it above Miracle personally, but I think it's right around there, so... I, th- I mean, I would agree with you, but I don't at all, because I really <laughs> like Miracle... And I really think Bumblebee was an exceptionally good film. Uh, I think the gap between Bumblebee and Ralph Breaks the Internet is pretty sizable. Also, what was that thing you tweeted about Bumblebee not being a prequel? Uh, yeah, Hasbro says not a prequel. Oh, for Fortnite's sake. Reboot. Oh my god. It's not, though. It, like, I know, leads, like, it, it, it leads, leads into directly it. directly like, in. They're like, in Sector 7, they're in the Hoover Dam, he turns into the Camaro. He, he, he turns into the Camaro. I'm here for it. Give me more Haley Steinfeld. I'm Give not here for Bumblebee. it. I'm not here for it. I mean, it I was would, awesome. I would... I would rather, yeah, but I would rather keep the canon succinct and not have a new film then. Just do something different. Get new Transformer. Follow the Bumblebee, like, the Bumblebee story platform, but, like, just give me a new Transformer. Post-war. Post-war? Well, I am... I'm ready for more of that series. I will take it. If uh, it's gonna if it's gonna be a, a reboot, I would rather not have it personally. But oh, anyway, I love that. Movie. Anyway, th- this is this was a really good movie. I enjoyed watching this movie a lot. As did I. So one, it is above Ralph Breaks the Internet and the Joker. Here, I don't know. I'll give him like a six point five out of ten. There's like a hundred villains. Are, are you gonna go through each one? No, I'm gonna blame the Joker. Oh, okay. Yeah, the main villain. <laughs> <laughs> the I big was bat. really prepared to rank Egghead, and now I can't. So. <laughs> Oh, Egghead. Egghead is he a eggs 10 the out bat of 10. signal. Yeah. Condiment King, 10 out of 10, baby. <laughs> Killer Croc did something. Honestly, Joker might be the worst villain in the movie. The worst villain in the movie? What about Batman or Superman? What about Batman's own fears? Superman isn't Superman a villain. Superman's not a bad guy. Will we say that? Yes. <laughs> That's a line from the movie. Wasn't sure if you were watching the same movie I was. That's my microphone I just hit. I haven't done that in a long time. All right, cool. Well, um,. I think that's all. You guys we have breakfast, 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 breakfast food. food. Breakfast, breakfast food. food. Also, we got to do last week's breakfast food. I wasn't going to say it. Oh, we know. <laughs> Believe <laughs> it or not, people people do not tell us, but we figured it out. <laughs> uh, last week's breakfast food, what do we watch? Like a movie two, the second part? Oh, man, I forgot everything about that movie. What's a breakfast you forgot everything about? Grape nuts. Grape nuts, but microwave with the milk in the microwave. That's what I'm looking at for Lego movie two, the second part. Batman, Lego Batman <laughs> movie. <laughs> Decision made. Got it. <laughs> Microwaved grape nuts. 
You got a problem with that? <laughs> I don't think I've ever had grape nuts. You know, grape nuts, you put the milk in them, but you don't put too much in, and then you put them in the microwave. It's actually pretty freaking good, but I forgot all about it. Uh, Lego Batman, the, the, the cinema. The cinema. I'm looking at like a crab cake or... Uh, some sort of seafood Benedict type breakfast because uh, that's what Batman and because it's freaking delicious. I mean, I think it's just lobster thermidor. That's not right. Breakfast. It is for Bruce Wayne. <laughs> All right, lobster thermidor. But like the cute one from the movie with the face right. in a microwave. In, in the, the microwave, yeah. As long as we're doing microwave meals. Work. While we watch Batman look at the microwave for five minutes. I thought that was a crazy cool shot. Did you not? I did, but it was just, it went on so long. Yeah, that was supposed to make you feel like this is what Bruce. I mean, I'm with that. I get it. Anyway, I'm with that. All right. Words and stuff. Words are hard. Breakfast food is a weird segment that we do here at Bacon and Egg. Ethan, wrap us up. Okay. Um, Casey, where can we find you? I am on Twitter and Instagram at elsewhere underscore pod. Or um, I also have my personal Twitter, at Ice Cream Manatee. Okay, you can explain find that. Ice Cream Manatee? Yeah. Well, it just sounds like Ice Cream Man, but then it just keeps going. Oh, fair. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and I like manatees. That's it. Fair. And uh, our podcast, Hello From Elsewhere, we're on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google, everywhere. Um, check us out. Can do. You guys should listen. It's totally sick. Uh, we're super happy that Casey was on the show. Thank you, Casey, for coming on the show. Thank you, guys. I've been super jazzed to be here. We can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Bacon and Eggs Pod and all over the internet. But you're already listening to the show, so you probably know where to find the show. Join our Facebook group on Facebook.com. You can search Bacon and Eggs Fans, and you can find it, and you just click the little button, and we'll let you in. Um, that's always good. You can go to teespring.com slash stores slash bacon dash and dash eggs and get be positive merch as well as our older stuff there and if you want to join our super secret super awesome discord community you can do that at patreon.com slash bacon and eggs and there's also a lot of great stuff over our award tiers including episode sponsorship which we're going to be starting next week so if you want to be a sponsor of bacon and eggs you can go check that out and we'll read a message on the air a message that you wrote and if you pledge at that tier that means you also get bonus content like our discussion about the joker in film that we're about to have like an extra 30 to 45 minutes like almost every week uh from ethan and i of just bonus content you're gonna need to start pushing that as every week or people are not gonna want it well the reason i say almost every week is because what if one week we can't do it we need to start making it happen ahead of time and have stuff in reserve interesting we've, we've, and we've good been over idea. this i agree um, uh, anyway look at that look at what we said uh at the same time. Oh, well, you know, we finished these other salamanders. Anyway. Uh, DFTBA.com slash SCB. Anyway. <laughs> I've been Ethan Edgehill. He's been Tyler Carlin. Him over there from elsewhere has been Casey Winters. And until next time, Arriva Dirty. Are you seriously saying there is nothing, nothing special about our relationship?